Welcome to All Things Apostolic. We're glad you're with us, and I hope you had a great Christmas and a great New Year's Eve and a great New Year's Day. And so here we are the day after New Year's Day. We're on, what, January the 2nd? And um, we had a great Christmas. We had a great New Year's Eve. And we had a great New Year's Day. We had church. It was unique in that on December the 31st, sounds a little bit weird at first, but on December the 31st, we had a service that celebrated our pastor and his wife, Pastor Miles Young and Sheila Young, uh, on their 25th pastoral anniversary. Now, that's hard to believe that it's been 25 years. But it's been 25 years of effective ministry in which they have led the church to heights that it's never known before. And my, uh, my prediction, I guess I would say, is that 2024, if God helps us and some unforeseen something in the world doesn't happen that none of us can foresee, major cataclysmic event, 2024 will be the greatest year of advancement in the Rock Church in its history. And it is exciting to anticipate that. Things are set on go. Not only the Rock Church, but also Wilson University. Wilson University um, is poised in a position that it's never been before. And we have a decision from the Accreditation Commission of the Western Association of Schools and Colleges uh, they will be handing down a decision about the accreditation or at least candidacy, which is a, a major, major, major step forward of Wilson University. Um, supposed to be on February 15th, so, so that's coming. But we are, we are gearing up and anticipating a great 2024 here at Wilson University. We are, we're doing a lot of things and a lot of new things are coming together that's just exciting, really exciting. We'll be talking about them. We'll tell you about them. And one of the, one of the ladies that works here has got a little home apothecary of homeopathic medicines. And I was trying to clear my throat this morning, so she brought me a cup of tea in my All Things Apostolic cup. And um, I haven't had to clear my throat since. Pretty good deal. Maybe there's something to it. But she told me all what was in this. I don't know what it is. It just makes you real happy. <clears throat> just kidding. It just clears your throat. And so, uh, <clears throat> anyway, today we're talking about the subject of don't cut your head off. Now, that sounds like good advice, and it sounds like everyone ought to accept that advice. It's simple advice. Uh However, there are people that are giving instructions for after they're dead to have their head cut off. Uh, what a deal. And uh, 
the whole idea is, uh, the subject is cryogenics, which is that uh, there are people who are setting up a very elaborate laboratories and, well, they're a form of a graveyard, they're a form of a cemetery in which they will take your head and they will freeze it. Yep, that's right, take your head and freeze it. Cut your head off and freeze it. That's, that's what they're going to do. And they'll freeze it so that they can stick it on some other body maybe many years from now when, uh, when science has come to the place that they know how to bring people back to life. Then they will unfreeze your head and stick it on another body and behold, you will be able to live later. Now, it may be, uh, they would tell you it may be uh, a thousand years from now or whenever somebody figures out how to do this, how to bring life back. Uh, but uh, in the industry, uh, and this is an industry, this is an industry, there are places that are, that are doing this. Now, some of them, they don't cut their head off, they just take their whole body and they freeze them. Uh, and I think the cost for this process is around $200,000 or something. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a bargain. And um, they are in the industry of selling life after death is, is really what they would talk about. And so um, there's some people, uh, some doctors, that uh, they are part of this whole thing. Uh, there's one of these in Scottsdale, Arizona. There's some others around the place. They're, they're expensive things to maintain. They don't want nobody thawing out here. And uh, where the heads and the bodies of this one particular place, there's 49 individuals that are already uh, there, dead. Their bodies are there. They're being held in cold storage. They're, they're frozen solid. Uh, and uh, they're suspended in ice. And they're at the company's headquarters. There's one in Scottsdale, like I said. Um, and <clears throat> I think it started, I don't know, 2002. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But And so these, these cryonics companies, uh, they freeze people after death, hoping that they will one day be revived. The critics say it's a fantastical <laughs> thing, uh, but proponents say that the possibility is better than accepting death without trying to do something about it. Well, I agree with that, that there's, you ought to try to do something about death. Um, I'm not thinking that freezing your cutoff head is going to take care of the problem. The idea of bringing people back to life um, raises a host of scientific and legal and ethical and philosophical questions. Uh, and being cryogenically frozen after death and one day being brought back to life sounds like something out of a science fiction movie or something. And, um, the, but this handful of companies is actually doing this. They're, they're worldwide. And they're selling people the dream that death is not final. That's the dream. Death is not final. Uh, so anyway, they've been working on this for quite some time.
Um, there's some famous people. I'm not going to name the names, but their 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 heads are cut off and put in some of these places. And um, there's whole business here. They got CEOs. They got ambassadors. They got presidents. They got people that run this stuff. And um, uh, they would tell you that it was kind of just an obvious thing to them that this is just an extension of the idea of not wanting to die. And as a result of that, they're trying to give people uh, a, a hope that there can be life after death. Now, these facilities are not ragged places. They're state-of-the-art places, and they have the latest equipment to do all of this, not to raise them from the dead. They don't have any equipment to do that yet, but that, how to take care of them while they're dead and preserve their cut-off heads and their bodies. They, they've got this down. And um, while the technology to freeze, or what they might call cryopreserve, a body after death, uh, it's greatly improved over the decades of fine-tuning that they have done. So they can, they can freeze you better than they could years ago. And uh, there's no currently a way to revive these people. I figured everybody knew that, but I thought I might better say that. Um, but, and for some people, it's, you know, they recognize it's just an illusion. But others say, no, it's a promise for the future. And uh, I don't know. There's just so much about this that we could talk about. First of all, the desire to continue life the desire to continue to live. Um, uh, these people will tell you that many people tell them they don't think they know what they're doing. And um, and they, they worry about, well, people look to the future and say, well, in the future, they'll be able to solve anything. And if you create a bunch of stuff when you're frozen, you're using today's techniques and nobody's going to be able to solve the problem and you're wasting your money and your time. Uh, however, there are some, there's one multimillionaire, a billionaire that has already signed up and he said, I don't think it's going to work, but he said, it seems like a better alternative than just dying without doing something. Well, I agree that there's a better alternative uh, about dying than just doing nothing. There, there, there's something you can do about it, but I don't think it's freezing your head. Freezing your head is not going to work. It's just not going to work. You need to find out who is your head, Jesus Christ. And you need to find out he's your head because he is the head of the human race that has conquered death. Death is already conquered if you're in Christ. You don't need to freeze your head. It won't work. You, you need the Holy Ghost. And you need to understand that there is a family shift from the family of the first Adam to the family of the last Adam. And in that family shift, uh, we're baptized in his name and we take his last name, there you go, and the Bible says those who are buried with him, we rise 
together with him in newness of life. That's what we're talking about here. In newness of life. Don't put your faith in somebody that's going to cut your head off. Put your faith in Jesus Christ to be your head. The head of your family. The head from whom our inheritance comes. So the people in the first Adam's family have an inheritance. Romans 6.23 um, the wages of sin is death. And then those that are in the family of the last Adam, which is Jesus Christ, they have an inheritance, that same verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life. That's what these people are talking. They want more life. They don't want to die. They want to live. And all of us want to live. So I had a friend that wrote another friend uh, an email the other day, or a text, whichever it was, and said uh, it was his birthday. And he said, happy birthday. May you have a hundred more. And then he went, dot, 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 if you want them. So, so uh, but when you're in Christ, you're going to want them. Because the Bible not only says, see, this is so cool. The Bible not only says that we will be resurrected, but we will have a new body. Don't freeze the old one. We're going to get a new one. And this new one is not subject to mortality. It's not subject to death. It is not subject to falling apart, to rotting. It is not subject to uh, all of the things that happen when a human body dies. The life in this new body is not in the blood and flesh. It's not a body of blood and flesh like we have now. Well, then what, how does it have life in it? The life is in the spirit. It is spirit life instead of human blood life. And the Bible says flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But you must be born again. So before you die, you have to be born again. Not of the flesh, not going back to your mother's womb and being born again. In that manner, not after the flesh, but born again after the Spirit. That's what Jesus said in John 3, 3 and John 3, 5. So my word to you today is, don't cut your head off. Obey the gospel.